Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter and it's Thursday, which means our favourite, I know he is, <laughs> your favourite, Mark Lupo is joining us. Hey Loopy, are you there? Uh, Loopy Lou is your favourite? Loopy Lou, you've grown on me, Loopy. You were my least favourite when we started. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have reason to say that, it's true. Oh, it was a rough start with you, Mark. It was. And now you have blossomed and you are now... One of my favourites, at least I can say that. Hey, let's jump oh. in the show. We've got Sam Ange Gossip to get to. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. So Tory Spelling, out of the blue, has come forward to praise Candice Cameron Brewer after she said that Jojo Sewell apologised to her. Let me explain what's going on here. So before we get to Tory Spelling, who's putting her nose in here for <laughs> no reason, it seems to me, but there's a lot of drama here. So Jojo took to TikTok and sort of implied that the least favourite, the rudest celebrity that she'd ever met was Candice Cameron Burr. Well, it blew up. Candice was having none of this. Mm. So Candice tracked her down, phoned Jojo. Jojo was, must have been mortified. She was like, hi, how are you? And Candice is like, not good. Things have been better. And then they got into it and she said, what did I do to you? Why am I the rudest celebrity? We saw each other on the Kelly Clarkson show not so long ago. And it's great. Why are you telling everyone I'm the rudest celebrity? And then Jojo was like, oh, it's, it's nothing. It's embarrassing. I didn't think this would blow up. And Candy said, well, it sort of did. So what happened? And then she confessed. 
that when she was 11 years old, she was invited to a full house event, a premiere. And on the red carpet, she saw Candace and she ran over and was like, can I take a picture with you? And Candace was like, not just now, because mm-hmm. you're sort of working on those red carpets. They're not a social, uh, a social mm-hmm. engagement. That's more work than once you get in the theatre. All the work's done on the carpet, because that's when you talk to the press, that's when you plug the show, that's when you plug the project. So she was like, not now. Well, Jojo... Uh, Oh, never, ever forgave her. Now, to her credit, Candice said, I get it. I ruined an 11-year-old's dreams here. I get what it's like to be starstruck. I get what it's like to to meet somebody and want to take a picture. She went on to say that 99% of the time, she does take pictures and she does sign autographs. But she said, I'm human. And every so often, no, I I don't want to do it. I don't take a picture. So she said all this. It's an amazing video that she posted. I love it. I love it. The Tory spelling out of the blue came forward and said, you are officially my spirit animal. She loved this. And then Bristol Palin, remember her, Sarah Palin's daughter? Mm. I think she was on Teen Mom 2 and Dancing with the Stars. She went on to say, I ran into you outside a New York City hotel and I was starstruck and I came over and you were the kindest person that I've ever met. Mark, what do you think? Oh, my God. Mm. Love, mm. love, love this story. Okay, so Candace Cameron, you know, we know she's not shy about press, right? She is always available for an interview <laughs> and i think she, i think she handled this really well she, she did she swooped in oh, she, she did t- she did not waste a she, second she a swooped second. in and took the narrative took control of this narrative yes she called her up and in a way she almost flipped it on jojo she and, did and made this about herself and made this like, it's incredible like she really candace you killed this like, this is candace if you if you're doing this yourself if you don't have a publicist that's behind this you're a wizard you should win a pr award for this because yes. for like a 24 hours people were like oh candace she's very rude she's the rudest celebrity Mm -hmm. i'd met her several times she was actually really charming i had a talk show a late night talk show on mark cuban's network and she was one of the first guests and i hung out with her for hours i really liked her i really liked her she made me laugh she's always available too which i love and she (laughs) comes to play like, she gets she the business, she gets how to do this, but this took her by surprise. Now, some celebrities would just ignore JoJo and move on. Like, if JoJo said J-Lo was the meanest celebrity, JLo's in Paris, she wouldn't even care. She wouldn't even notice this. <laughs> Not Candace. She no. came straight, tracked the girl down. <laughs> Within 24 hours, she got her <laughs> cell phone number. She called her up. Hello, it's Candace. How are you, JoJo? Oh, oh. <laughs> Well, what, what would you say? I'd be, so, I'd be humiliated, Mark. I mean, listen, she's seen what happens to other celebrities who get cancelled, like Lori Loughlin, her star oh. from House. She's not trying to get cancelled. She's, she's not, not, no, no, no. She's not going anywhere. She's not she's going preserving, anywhere. She's preserving her time in the, in the star. In the, well, she's preserving her time in the spotlight. She, she, did, she made the spotlight brighter on herself. Yes. She made she could get the cover of People magazine next week. Like she's gone <laughs> fully she even plugged her book in the video. I know of course, she had a book about kindness. I know. Oh I God. think she tries to be kind. I do. Who is the meanest, the rudest celebrity you've ever met, Mark? Who's rude? I can't say specifics, but he's been in the Fast and the Furious movies, and he said some really gross things about women in the past, Ooh. and he has a bad attitude, and Ooh. I just did not like being around him. Oh, you yeah. saw it personally, up close. I saw, yeah, I witnessed it personally, and Ooh. I was uh, on the receiving end of some of his rudeness, and, Ooh. you know, 
Mm-hmm. That Leah Michelle's nasty too. I mean, she's not. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's a given. That's a given. Mine was, and it's. I've got two here. Ramona Singer was vile, but I wanted her to be. Everything mm, Ramona mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. show, she is in real life. And I sort of had a respect for her honesty. What I don't like are celebrities who pretend to be nice and are awful. So if you are a villain on a yeah. TV show and you're a villain in life, Omarosa, the person you see on television is who she is. She's awful. Just awful. I've met her several times. It was not fun. Ramona was just awful, but it made me laugh because I sort of liked that. I met Madonna and Madonna wasn't that friendly either, but I love that because Madonna shouldn't be friendly. The one that pretends to be really nice and isn't is Bethany Frankel. Opposite the Bethany on television, I would love to be friends with, but the Bethany in real life She's not the same person. Mm. She's really not. I mean, a lot of those housewives tend to be drunk at those events, and then they can be rude, and they <laughs> yes. think they're like the stars. But going back to Candace Cameron, I will say I've, I've met her too. She is a professional. She is always, you know, does her best. I think she's a conservative person Very much who has so. conservative opinions. So sometimes I think that makes you a target for people who want to take you Ooh. down quickly. But I, I do think in this moment, you know, you are human, and red carpets can be busy, Rob. You've done them. You've worked many red yeah. carpets. And sometimes it's just a place for business. It's not a place for pictures and fun. You have it's to do your job It's a place first. for business. Now, if ever you see Rob Chute or Mark Lupilou out, come over <laughs> and we'll take a picture. We'll buy you a drink. That's I know. Right. <laughs> I love a little attention. Say hello to me. You've got me all week. All week. I'll move in with all you. All week. All week. Okay, let's get to our poll of the day. Tori Spelling is praising Candice Cameron Burr after this incident with Jojo Seawall. Now, should Tori butt out? Should Tori just mind her own business? Why are you involved in this all of a sudden? (laughs) Candice is probably furious because this was her moment. She's not sharing this. Even though Tori is supporting Candice, Candice is like Tori. This is the biggest moment I've had since I left The View. But out! But out! So should Tory mind her own business? Candice, if you're voting, hello, 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 we know what you're going to vote, but I'm interested in everybody else, yes or no. Should Tory mind her own business? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. You can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Loopy, what are you working on? John Mendes has announced that he is cancelling the rest of his tour (gasps) to continue his mental health break. It's important. It's serious. It's Mm. serious. So in a statement, he said, As you guys know, I've had to postpone the past few weeks of shows since I wasn't totally prepared for the toll that being back on the road would take on me. Mm. Now, the statement also said, I started this tour excited to finally get back to playing live after a long break due to the pandemic. But the reality is I was not ready at all for how difficult touring would be after this time away. Mm-hmm. Now, Rob, he also said he spoke to his team and, and a, a group of health professionals, and they came to the conclusion that it was clear he needed some time that he's never personally taken so they can ground himself and come back stronger. Makes sense. He's been on the think? road since he was 15. Now, yeah. I got a tip from somebody in the music business that the real reason he's cancelling is it was not selling. And I almost went down that road, but I stopped myself, Mark, because I said, oh. no, because this is a mental health story, so I've got to be respectful here. So I just let this one go. But you will hear that rumour out there. What I'm hearing is that Sean is struggling with secrets, uh, how much he should reveal uh, about his private life. I'm told to expect a big announcement soon from Sean where he will reveal, I think, stuff that will probably make him much happier. I think in life, 
in life, once you tell the truth, once you own the truth, it gets better. Sean, we are sending you nothing but respect and love. Hey, moving along, Chris Cuomo is knocking, oh, I love it, his oh. ex-CNN colleagues, Jake Tapper and Don Lemon. So, so Chris is back out there. He's got a new show on News Nation, and he did an interview to announce that show, that he was joining the channel. It's a new news channel, and he sat down with Dan Abrams, who's one of his best friends. It was a bit of a weird interview, because there was no real questions. It's like if I interviewed you, Mark, after you did something scandalous and got fired... I'd ask you a bad question. I would. I'd pretend I'd ask you, you a nice you question, would, but I, I couldn't help that. myself. I'd start nice, and then I'd have to. I'd have you're to. Cause so I'm nosy. I'm a really nosy so person. So I know. I'm seeing somebody for drinks tonight from page six, and I've promised myself that I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to listen. Ten minutes into the night, Mark. Mm. I know. I can't help myself. You do what you do, Rob. I've got to. I've got to just listen tonight. So Chris was asked about his best friends. Now I remember. Don Lemon and Chris had that bromance. They were like brothers from another mother. They had all that Passover. Bro. bro. They were besties. They had a podcast together. Turns out that they're not really friends at all because when Chris was fired, Don didn't even pick up the phone. Didn't even pick up the phone to say anything. And Chris said, you know, they're good people. They are good people. It was gentle hate here. Chris was being very gentle. But he said, they should have called me. But of course, under the circumstances, I understand. But they should have called me. Mark, when something bad happens, call your friends. Text them. Everybody wants to call me when I'm doing well. When something good is happening in my life, I get hundreds of texts and emails the minute I get fired, which I do often. Silence. Silence. This is a very sloppy... Well, his exit was very sloppy from CNN. Sloppy. A lot of people felt like he compromised his journalistic integrity. He did. He felt like he, people felt like he compromised the network's integrity, mm-hmm. which he did too. So I think, you know, his colleagues not reaching out, it's a tr- it's a precarious position. Oh, I'm not hard. sure I would in that case. I've reached out to colleagues in other jobs who've gotten fired for questionable things. You Just to say you wish you them well. But when right. you're an on-air personality and every text and everything you do is screenshotted and shared, you have to be careful what you say. You, you do, but when you left a job quite a long time ago, I texted you that day. That day. Yeah. You did not yeah. leave under yeah. dodgy yeah. circumstances, so let's right. put that out there. That you know, I'm not comparing them here. There was no scandal. But when I've left jobs or, or been fired or been laid off, it's so interesting who calls, who, yeah. who yeah. phones. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of the time you don't do it because you're embarrassed. You don't know what to say. All you need to say is, I love you, I'm thinking about you, wishing the best. That's all Donna needed to text Chris. And it makes me a bit sad because I bought into the bromance. I really thought they were besties. Well, you know, this is television news. It's it's show business. Remember when Matt Lauer talked about the family at the Today Show? We're family. We're the first family of television. Can I tell you how many times I've watched the video of Ann Curry quitting or leaving the Today Show crying and just throwing him under the bus? He deserved it. He He deserved it. it. You've worked with Cass. When I had a a morning show, there was five of us. I think five of us. Five of us. Oh, that's so rude. I can't even remember the fifth one. There was was five of us. Four of us and someone else. No, there was five of us. And in the green room, we really didn't get along and we didn't really have much in common with one another. But once the camera, five, four, three, two, what? Once that camera went on, we were best friends. Best friends. For half an hour, best friends. And we said on TV, we're going to be friends forever. And even when this show's over, we'll just be hanging out, drink. No, didn't happen. Ugh, didn't happen. Gone. gone. Hey, what is going on with One Direction? There's a very unlikely person who I think we should now credit with creating this group. 
That is right. So Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> what? You remember her from Pussycat Dolls? Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. So it's been revealed uh, after a an X Factor UK video has been shared now at 12 years later that Nicole actually helped form <laughs> One Direction. <laughs> what? So, I know, it's incredible. So after a decade... The singer's been finally credited with establishing the band that took the world by storm. In the clip, you can see the judges, Nicole Scherzinger, Simon Cowell, and Lewis Walsh, deciding which individual artists will be grouped together because as individuals, they were too talented to let go. So oh. in the clip, you literally see Nicole say, yes, yeah, Styles, Harry Styles, Niall Horn, <laughs> Lewis Tomlinson, Liam Payne, and Zayn Malik. She was saying, like, let's have these guys be the, the it was her. It was her idea. It was her idea. Wow. So in her clip on Instagram, she wrote, does it ever drive you crazy just how long it takes for the truth to come out? <laughs> Wink face. I would be furious. I tell everybody that I created One Direction. So they were originally on the X Factor UK and they all came on as individual singers. Yeah. And they were great, but they weren't really great as individuals. Harry Styles, how wrong were they? But they decided to put them together to, as a group. So really the X Factor UK created this group. It was Simon Cowell's idea, I think, to create a group, but it was Nicole that picked out the individuals that should be in the group. They've sold 70 million albums worldwide. Nicole, I hope you got a piece of this. I don't think she did. I don't think she did. I don't I think think she she did. Had, now maybe she'll go for it. She'll Can you it. imagine if you created the Spice Girls, One Direction? I mean, I'd want 10%. At the very least. <laughs> And the residuals from all the things the residual. they still sell albums. It's the they, yes, still, yeah. t shirts. Uh -huh. Nicole will send you a dollar. Okay, <laughs> you're listening to Lower Lower Lower. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty Night Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Mark Lupo. Hey, Loopy, let's get to the polls. Da da da. So, we talked about Prince William and Kate coming to America and teaming up with John F. Kennedy's family, the Kennedys. Mm. Is this a good idea, or should they team up with Harry and Meghan? Oh, it's not. <laughs> I mean, if they come to America, you're not going to call your brother? Nope, nope, nope. They're going to call the Kennedys. So that's who William and Kate will be hanging out with, the Kennedys. Is this a good idea, or should they call Meghan and Harry? 70% <gasps> think it's a good idea. You'd rather see William and Kate with the Kennedy kids than his brother and Meghan. Ooh, mm. who do you pick, Mark? Who would you call? I mean, this is easy for me. I would totally call the Kennedys. You know, <laughs> they're one of the first families of the country. Yes. I love Meghan and Harry, no shade, but they're not anywhere near what the Kennedys mean <laughs> to this country. Oh, <gasps> fighting words. What do you think? If Gail King is listening, she's going to get you. Hello, hello, hello. I'd call Oprah. I know. That's Oprah. Oprah. Mm -hmm. Oprah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're going to have a fabulous time here. So don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nines Ramba. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now Loopy has our nicest of the day. Oh, oh it's Jennifer Gardner. <gasps> love her. Oh, I love we her. We don't hear about her. We're hearing so much about JLo and Ben. We're not hearing about Jennifer. She's been in the shadows this whole time. So, but the good news for her, she and her boyfriend, John Miller, are getting quite close with mm. each other's family, as the source is telling Us Weekly. The couple keep their relationship very private, and when it comes to date nights, they meet at each other's houses, even for a quick glass of wine and sometimes a low-key dinner night away Ooh. from prying eyes like Ooh. me and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I think it's adorable. They could not be more different as a couple than Ben and J-Lo. So Ben and J-Lo are... 
virtually walking around Paris being followed by photographers. I mean, it's sort really? of like a press tour of a honeymoon. They're not being shy about this. No. Remember when they went to Italy too before they were married and they just invited photographers to follow them around? It was the strangest thing. And I love it. I love it. I love it. But it is the opposite of what Jennifer Gardner and her boyfriend, even his name, John Miller. China. Could it be any more boring a name? I mean, I love so, it. So John Miller. John Miller. Have you met her? I like Jennifer Gardner. I haven't met her, but I do feel like I know her from all the Me years too. of just seeing her I taking care of Ben. But, yeah. Yeah. but you're right, though. Like, I've never seen a couple more in, in throb with, with press than <laughs> They love it. Ben. J-Lo and Ben. Love it. The love two it. of them love it. That's why it works. Yeah. Us Weekly has Jennifer Gardner on the cover this week, and it's an explosive story saying she's happy for Ben, but she's she knows she's there when it falls apart. Like when J-Lo yeah. and Ben falls apart, Jennifer Gardner knows she's going to be the one picking him up, yep. driving him to rehab or wherever he's going to need to go. And I just was like... This woman is a superhero. We all need a Jennifer Gardner in our lives. For most of it, it's our mother, I guess. Like Jennifer's like his mom. That's why they didn't work out as partners, because didn't she's like out. his mom. She's yeah. like his mom. We love you, Jennifer Gardner. Hey, let's do our naughties of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Joy Behar, who I love, I know Joy, and I love her. She said she was glad when she got fired from The View in 2013. <laughs> she said she was just sick of the show. So Time Magazine did a profile on her, and she said when she first started, it was really, really exciting. And then she was not a full-time panellist at first. She was part-time, and then she became a full-time panellist. And then she said, you know, I sort of like it, but then I got bored of it. She said, I don't have to be on television. She's going to be 80 soon. And she said, I don't have to have a microphone anymore. If they want to give it me, I'll tank it. But she said, not really. And um, she's asked, will you miss your celebrity status when you finally leave The View? She's 80. She said, not really. I love the honesty, but Joy, there are a million people that would kill for that job. And the fact you find it a little boring, it's not good. Like, I find in life Once I get bored or tired with a job, it's time for me to move on. Now, obviously, we all have financial constraints, and a lot of us have to work because we need the money, but try and find something you enjoy. Don't you think, Mark? Yeah, you know, Joy has been one of my favorite panelists uh, always through the years. She's so funny and and smart, but I think she is 80, and maybe it's time to do something else. Maybe it's time to just enjoy your life and your grandkids and and hang out, if if it's time. But if not, I'm happy to watch her still. Yeah, me too. Hey, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. My book, The Forward Answer, is full of celebrity quotes, and this quote really jumped out at me today. It's from Anne Hathaway. She said the following quote, It's hard to let go of your desire to please other people. But that is really not an ingredient for a happy life. If one of the things you do is try to please other people, think about it because that ingredient does not bake a happy life. Hmm. You're a people pleaser, Mark. (laughs) I sometimes am, but at the end of the day, you have to live for you. This is your life. You have one life and nothing is promised after today. You know, this is the now and this is it. Absolutely. It sounds selfish to say it, but I encourage everybody in in my book, be selfish. Be Be selfish. selfish. Figure out what you want and then do it. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty Nice with Rob and Mark Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be... Nice. Take care, everybody. Bip, bip. It's naughty but nice with Rob. 
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.